Welcome back to part two of our podcast. Earlier, we chatted with some great alumni who offered up some words of wisdom. Mark, Sarah, Ashley, and Emily had some great advice about networking, job searching, and finding yourself in the fast-paced industry. In today's episode, we'll be covering the importance of thank yous, how to ask the right questions, and ways to academically set yourself up for success. Because you guys have access to so many faculty and advisors, we wanted to dig in on some topics that you may not think to ask. We're your hosts, Eilish Smith, Katie Blackerby, and Sydney Herr. And you're listening to Careers in Marketing, a Gonzaga podcast. If you're a marketing student, chances are you've heard of Professor Peggy Sularaz, who's very well respected around campus. She's not only an amazing professor, she's a great advisor and loves helping Gonzaga students. We met with Peggy Sue in her office to chat about some things students can do to set yourself up for future success. According to Peggy Sue, the earlier you get a jump on these things, the better. I also think that it's never too early to start um, identifying mentors and talking to people outside of GU, right? So whether it's getting an alumni mentor or whether it's, you know, getting connected to um, a local business person that has sort of an interesting career, you know, the more the more that you um, can connect with other people and learn about what careers in marketing actually look like, the easier you'll be able to see which direction you're heading, right? Um, so I think, I think that's really important. Peggy Sue gave us some valuable insight on how to be strategic and mindful when it comes to academics, but that's not the only area where you have to be mindful. When it comes to finding your first job out of college, it may seem like a make or break situation. Peggy Sue gave us some great advice on how to approach your first job with a positive mindset. What would you say the biggest area of stress is? Like, what do you have people coming in and be like, Peggy Sue, help me, like mm. that kind of thing? I think that students often are afraid of making the wrong choice. Um, I think that's a common conversation I have with people. It feels like such a big decision. What am I going to do my first job out of college? And there's a, um, a sense of this is going to determine my de- my destiny for the rest of forever. <laughs> yeah. And so if you approach it with that kind of thought in mind, I think it is hugely stressful. And, and so part of my, um, my role as an advisor, I think, is to try to talk some people down from that level of stress, right? I don't think that this first job question is one that's going to determine the rest of your life, right? I think the first job, you know, taking a stab and trying something is important. And from that first position, it will be much, much clearer, I think, where you want to navigate next. You know, either you'll, because you'll have a, you'll have a view, a point of view from that first position that you don't currently have now, whether it's within the organization or with, with other partners that the organization works with, or whether it's, you know, other departments within that organization, or it's the next rung up on the ladder within that organization. There are a lot of things you can see from your first job that you can't see from the seat as a student. Mm -hmm. And so I think you just start somewhere is the is the advice and and so we have a lot of conversations about that i think you actually gave me that advice early in the semester (laughs) because i was kind of panicked and she did a really good job of like it's okay like your first step you don't even know what you want to do really right now like calm Mm -hmm. down that was like really nice to hear a little bit so like we can plan but you know Mm -hmm. what was that saying like humans make plans so God can laugh. Isn't that the same? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, so like yeah. that's what I feel like a lot of this is right now, trying to navigate, but mm-hmm. we don't really even have a boat to navigate with yet. Yeah. So 
I think what's been really helpful with, like, a lot of these interviews with alumni, too, is, like, they don't always start in, like, the position that they want, but, like, they work their way and down, like, their career path to, like, a position that they like better. So it's, like, reassuring to hear, like, even if you don't start in, like, where you thought you would, um, you can always, like, get there eventually. Yeah, absolutely. You start somewhere. Yeah. Right? You just, you start somewhere Mm -hmm. and then you work from there. Peggy Sue's words may seem hard to believe, but the reality is your career may have some ups and downs and industry changes. Academic advisors are one of the many great resources that Gonzaga provides to its students. Peggy Sue gave us some tips on how to make the most out of your time with your advisor. One last piece of advice that I would give to students when they're um, talking with their advisors is that the more you tell your advisor about what it is you're thinking, the more your advisor can help you get there. Right? So if you know that you have a particular interest in a particular company or a particular interest in a particular industry or a particular kind of marketing, the more I know, the more I can you know, be thinking to myself when something comes across my desk, right? I'm looking to hire a Zag. Who do you know who needs a job? Oh, actually, I did have a conversation with someone who I think would be a perfect fit. Right? I'm going to try to share opportunities as broadly with my students and advisees as possible, but it's always nice when I know exactly who I should share this opportunity with mm-hmm. because I know what that person is looking for. Yeah. Um, so sometimes people are, I think, shy about sharing that or don't think to proactively say, hey, FYI, just so you know, I really want to work at Adidas. Mm-hmm. Right? But when you say that, right, then that hits my radar that mm-hmm. that's something to keep in mind for helping that student along the way. In order to be successful, we have to be okay with putting ourselves out there. Peggy Sue gives us some advice on how to be okay with this. Sometimes Gonzaga students, I think, are awfully um, shy or hesitant or reticent about imposing on other people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> definitely something that 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 we have heard from um, from some some of our colleagues or adjuncts who teach at other places that Gonzaga students are really sort of like, I don't want to impose on anyone um, compared to students at some other places, which is an interesting, <laughs> interesting in and of itself. But, um, but yeah, sometimes students are really hesitant about that. But I think once you start doing it, you realize that like, people do not mind doing this yeah, kind of yeah. thing at all, right? As, as an alum of the institution or as a professional, you know, a student wants my advice. Everybody mm-hmm. loves giving life advice. <laughs> Everybody loves sharing their story. Everyone loves, you know, telling those those funny and interesting things that happened along the way to get them to where they are. Mm-hmm. And so it's not really that big of an imposition to ask somebody to share that or, or, to, yeah. or to ask for a little bit of advice. I've just found that people are more than willing to share mm-hmm. and, you know, and if you buy them a cup of coffee as part of it, then they walk away feeling really, oh, yeah. really yeah. taken care of, right? <laughs> like, it's amazing how much, like, just the, the offer of, I'll buy you a cup of coffee and can I pick your brain? Like, you want to buy me a cup of coffee? Absolutely. Right? <laughs> and listen to me talk about myself. And, yeah, and I'll talk about myself, right? I mean, that's, that's a great day. That's a... That's a win-win-win. Digging a little deeper into networking, we sat down with Dr. Mary Heikemper to hone in on asking the right questions and the importance of thank yous. So <laughs> let's talk about the importance of asking the right questions. So whether it's an interviewing or um, networking, I think we're kind of talking about the importance of asking the right questions and how to facilitate productive conversations with this. Um, so what are your kind of tips and 
tidbits on this? One item that I think is really important is to know your audience. Mm -hmm. So any kind of info you can get about the people that you'll be talking with is extremely helpful because in this world, and especially in the area of job hunting, everybody's really focused on themselves. And so the more you can understand the people you're talking with and design your questions in a way that is interesting for them will help you, right? Because mm -hmm. then it'll be a productive conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I think taking a unique approach to the questions you're going to ask people in a networking social, let's say, is something too that you're interested in and that you've learned about the people or the organization where you're going. Mm -hmm. The other thing with questioning that I think is important is timing, mm, okay? Yes. So if you could be a person that asks the first question, it's gonna be really well received uh -huh. because it exudes confidence, Yeah. it shows planning, and plus, it allows you to relax after you get that question off your chest, right? <laughs> so, I when when I take students on treks, I love to plan who's going to ask the first question because mm. then it makes me feel less stressed, yeah. <laughs> and then the person knows. Uh, I also notice, I mean, since we're all women here, uh -huh. I notice sometimes women don't ask as many questions, mm -hmm. and that frustrates me because mm -hmm. I know, I know the you know, something's holding them back from asking that question and they ask the best questions. And so I want to encourage women to ask more good questions. Mm -hmm. And so I'm motivated by this topic. Mm -hmm. So this, I don't know if it'll work for you, but this is me, let's say 30 years ago, mm -hmm. I was a young professional mm -hmm. and I would go to these business meetings and there was a lot of men at the business meetings and I was the, definitely the youngest one at that point. And I was trying to, one of my friend's dads took me to this meeting. I was trying to figure out how to ask good questions. And one of the questions that I always got a really good response for from was when I would talk to the people about what their, their family members were doing or what their, even their kids were doing. Some people don't have kids, so you wanna be careful about mm -hmm. how you ask that. But is if I could get them talking about the careers of their children, mm -hmm. and then they tell me interesting stories, and people love to talk about their family members. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. less so maybe even spouses, but sometimes that's interesting mm -hmm. too. So I'm not quite sure exactly how I would word that question, but mm -hmm. I think because they saw me as a young professional trying to learn more, it was just a great avenue in. This is kind of kind of along the lines of questioning, but because you are a career advisor and you talk to a lot of students, especially I think now um, seniors and juniors, what's the repeated question you get? Can, you keep getting asked? I know this kind of puts you on the spot. I know this is not prepared, yeah, but is no. it more um, related to like, I know it's all career related, but is yeah. it like more, I don't know, networking focused or job search focused or like what's the common theme you're seeing? Well, you know, okay, so I think Gonzaga students mm -hmm. as a whole are influenced by the culture of the, the Jesuit Ignatian experience, let's mm -hmm. say. And so I think the big question that students don't always ask, but I can tell is in their mind mm -hmm. most of the time is, how can I do something meaningful 
that's going to make a difference that capitalizes on my goodness. You know, what, what's unique about me and how can I make a difference in the world? Mm -hmm. So how you find that is through taking time to reflect, is taking um, a lot of time to build your confidence in the job search, mm -hmm. and also knowing that the first opportunity you get is not going to be with you forever. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't lose. But sometimes we put that pressure on ourselves. Yeah. So does that answer your question? No, it does. Because we were okay. always talking about um, being okay with your first job not being the best job. Right. And I think that kind of answers that a lot too. Um, and yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. So let's move on to the importance of thank yous. I think this is super important. And I think I kind of just learned the big importance of the, these thank yous. Um, so whether it's from networking or informationals or really anything, can you explain to our listeners why thank yous are so important? And I know it can be so simple, but it's, it's a little harder, I think, than we think. Right. I think if you think back to our childhood, let's think, and did your families teach you the importance of thanking people for yes. what you get yeah, or yes. what they people do for you? Uh -huh. And do you maybe recall a mother, father, aunt or uncle making you sit down and do that thank you a little yeah. pressure right yeah. okay so now as you're on your own you know it's something that you think you should do but then you wonder how will that thank you be perceived mm -hmm. by the person that gets it and I think students and the majority of people underestimate the value of getting a handwritten thank you note mm -hmm. so personally so in all my years of career development, I've saved these thank you notes. So people don't save things, but I notice people save thank you notes. So here you are a job seeker, mm -hmm. and someone gives you time that was valuable, and you send that thank you because you're grateful, and the person gets the thank you. There's really a lot in it for you too, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not why you did it, so it's a good motive. But then this thank you note sits with the person who you want to have a good impression of you. Mm -hmm. And let's say that thank you note's sitting on their desk for a while, and let's say something comes up. That reminds them that you're, you know, a person that would be a good candidate. Yes. And why not? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's appropriate. It's not strange. Mm -hmm. And so few people do it. Mm -hmm. So at... You know, when should you do it? When you feel grateful. <laughs> if you feel grateful. <laughs> and should you do it right away? If you can. Uh -huh. But if it's later and you get to it later, send that thank you. Mm -hmm. Don't put the pressure on yourself. Oh, I waited too long. It's mm -hmm. not going to come across right. Mm -hmm. Just do it. That's, you know. Yeah. Because I remember a couple weeks ago I came to you after my... Um, I got a call with Sarah, and yeah. then I was like, oh, I, I, do I send it right away? Like, I didn't even know. Um, but you told me just ask for their mailing address, and I did it, and I sent a card, and she loved it. So yes. it's so simple, but it goes a long way. But mm -hmm. what I love about it, it's not that you are doing it so you get the job. Mm -hmm. That's what I don't like about yeah. my job is I'm telling people to do this because it'll help you get <laughs> where you want to go. But if it's motivated by gratitude, mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the professors I know really well in the business school she taught a class and somebody <laughs> brought her a thank you note after the class had nothing to do with a grade or anything and she said to me she said you know what every i got this thank you and it made that whole 
the work I extra work I had to do was made it so worth it because yeah. it mattered to someone, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, so that's 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 why. Mm -hmm. I had a question. So I keep getting like I'm networking, working a lot, of mm -hmm. and everything, and people keep telling us to stay in touch. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, how do you do that without like? I feel like you don't want to bother them too much, but like, how do you do that strategically in a way that makes it like beneficial for them? Where you're like, oh, by the way, I thought of you or something like that, you know? Like, how do you kind of like touch? create a genuine relationship yeah. and be able to keep in touch? Yeah, we were talking about that a while ago. That's so good. Yeah. So it's it's your strategy. Mm -hmm. So you have a syllabus for your class. I think you should have a syllabus for your follow up and your job searching, because. If you, if, especially if someone says stay in touch, you know, maybe, do you think it might be once a month until you get where you want to go? Yeah, I was wondering, I'm not sure. I would like do it once a month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you can, but I would put it on your schedule, to-do list. Do you do it electronically or do you write things? How do you do it? Oh, this? no, I have a planner. Yeah. She's a planner kind okay. of girl, okay. yeah. Okay, <laughs> do you do uh, a lot of Excel <laughs> spreadsheets? Yes, I do. Okay, so you would be a perfect candidate for building it into your strategy. So then to wrap this up, I want to get one piece of advice you have for any GU student, whether it be life or career focused. If there's one piece of advice, what would it be? Figure out how to build your own confidence in yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you, being here at Gonzaga, being able to study what you're doing are amazing, exceptional people. And I think we don't think enough about how great we are because it just seems counterproductive. But if you can build your own confidence in yourself, why are you special? Why are you great? If it's your, you know, your friends that are reiterating that about yourself, it's a professor, it's someone that's a mentor, just build your confidence because why not, mm -hmm. you know? And now's a really good time to do it. And that'll help get through the fear of questioning, is it good enough or whatnot? Mm -hmm. So I think any ways, and each person has a different way of building their confidence. But the more you can feel good about how great you are and be around people that'll confirm that for you, even if you have to remind people, like I need a little confidence boost right now, mm -hmm. just do it because it'll, it'll I think it'll help you with your, your future. Our time with Mary gave us a refreshing perspective on networking, building and maintaining genuine connections, and finding confidence in yourself throughout the whole process. We hope you enjoyed tuning into our two-part special that touched on relevant topics pertaining to both academics and career goals. Thank you to all of our guests for being on our podcast. This episode was produced and edited by your hosts, Sydney Herr, Eilish Smith, and Katie Blackerby. Music courtesy of Music Box Licensing. Download other episodes on iTunes or wherever you like to tune into your podcasts.